Hi, I'm Anna, and in this episode I talk about life and death, which is just another way to talk about life, and why bucket lists make me nervous, and how I created another kind of bucket list. Welcome. I'm outside, enjoying my walk, thinking about life, about time. A question enters my mind. What if I had only one more year to live? One more year. Would it be easier to forgive? To forgive me not having done everything I wanted to do? This thought makes me stop. I look around. I'm surrounded by trees. The wind strokes my face. Autumn is fully on. The ground is covered with leaves, brown, yellow, beige, orange, red. A few are still hanging in there, others are falling. What if this would be the last autumn to experience? Would the leaves have a different colour? Would the trees be taller? Would the wind feel more intense? Would I try to live life to any expense? Would I feel more alive? Would I do anything I can do to survive? Would everything make more sense? Would I start to hurry to tick off the boxes on my bucket list? Have you ever thought about how many years you would like to add to your life right now? Another year? Five years, ten years, thirty-five or fifty years? It depends how old you are, in which state and under which circumstances you are living. The number will change. But being a healthy person, you might find this question unnecessary. I understand, but how about challenging yourself with this thought? Go for a walk. Sit down with your journal and ask yourself how many more years would you like to live and why? Your body, your mind, your consciousness needs to hear this. I mean, take my mormor, my grandma. She always said that she would get 102 years old. And believe me, She is not far away from that. Still having a witty mind. Last week I I asked her, more and more, why did you become a writer and how did it feel to be writing? And she answered, well, if someone gives you a pen and some paper, there are only two ways to use it. You draw or you write. So I did both. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode with me, Anna Yelen, the time expert. Someone who only had one big wish when I was in my 20s, to turn 30. I was healthy, living life prudent, never on edge, and still I thought like this. When I turned 30, I was so happy, and my biggest wish was to become 40. Even though the actual day of a birthday never meant a lot to me, I remember the day I turned 40. I cried in bed, during brushing my teeth, 
at lunch on the train, then a few tearless hours, until the next tears came at dinner, sobbing them into my glass of champagne. And every single tear was a tear of joy and thankfulness. Crying for the fact of being alive. It's a damn good feeling. So yes, I get high just to be alive. And maybe that's why I never had a bucket list. Or perhaps I just have to confess that bucket lists make me nervous. They're not my thing. And I'm happy without one. It keeps my focus in the now. Another reason why I don't own a bucket list is that I simply prefer the unexpected, big, spectacular moments that one cannot plan. I'm talking about the moments I thought would never happen, but they did. Okay, but if I had a bucket list, I would do it like a participant of my Let's Talk About Time speech in Stockholm during my speech world tour. I remember he told us that every three months he plans an activity from his bucket list. And like this, he will have experienced four bucket list experiences in a year, eight in two years, 20 in five years. He gets his bucket list points into reality every three months. Every three months he has something big to look forward to. Now let's hope It's as good as he estimated it to be. When we look at life, most of us expect to live a long life. With a long life, we can easily have a bucket list. One day I will travel to Sri Lanka and do an Ayurvedic retreat. One day I will own a Shelby. One day I will visit the Eiffel Tower. One day. You feel quite sure about still being around in a few years on that one day. Well, that's an optimistic way to look at life and that's nice. You think by having it or experiencing it one day, it will make you happy that one day. Now, I could encourage you to keep a bucket list looking at it that way. But in my case, it's just not enough. I want to get a blast out of every day. I want to be happy today, not one day. And for sure it's not as spectacular as a fancy bucket list, but does it always need to be spectacular? Well, yeah, I I like spectacular, I admit. But they happen most of the time when I don't plan them. Now let's talk about a lifestyle where small and ordinary things start to matter. I was taught to love the regular day by people who were diagnosed with an illness. Where the sentence, if I had only one more year to live, became a reality. Some of them had the force to check up a box from the bucket list. Some of them were too weak. And some of them started to take every day as a gift. And that helped me to create another kind of a bucket list. The moments list. Now let's look at it. A day 
is much shorter than a life. But oh, there are so many possibilities you could do to make you happy today by creating moments that matter to you. What would you like to experience today? Let's like take just one thing. Read, write a letter, listen to some good music, take a bath, get some chips, nuts or chocolate and have a long phone call with a friend. Advance at work, listen to an audiobook while sitting on your couch, to climb a tree, I'm going to do that today, um, to get a manicure, to go to the barber. Hmm. I know, it's not very spectacular, but it should contain things you fancy to do. It contains moments. And maybe there are things on it you don't do that often because it needs a bit effort. But after having done it, you are delighted about it. You know this feeling. Now, I prefer the small moments than the bucket list because of the little moments I can have every day. <laughs> Now, imagine living like this every day where you are enjoying yourself, having a blast from doing something ordinary. Ah, your life can change that way, and I would say to a rather charming life. Advertisement. If you like my work, there are four ways you could consider trying out. One, become a member for only $53 a year. Two, visit my shop. Maybe you would like to get a marvelous hourglass to keep your focus on doing just the one thing inclusively a handwritten letter from me or number three sign up for my monday blues revel newsletter or four share your favorite podcast episode with one other person however i am happy to have you around thank you welcome when i was 17 years old i almost died in the swiss mountains and i remember vividly how i thought I'm too young to die. I can't die. And only, only 10 years later, I remember discussing with a friend that if I died today, it would be okay, because I have lived a hundred lives in my short life already. Blimey, Anna. <laughs> I had no idea that life never stops offering. It's a long-lasting adventure. At that time, I was in a beautiful relationship, but boy, I did not know that a Samuel would be possible. At that time, I had a good job, but I did not know that I could create my own job. My parents and siblings were healthy and well, everything was good. But in the meantime, many things have happened, with all the years passing by, I faced quite a few unrelaxing moments. But do you know what? Today, I sink on my knees begging, please let me live as many years possible. Because I want more of this. No matter if good or bad times, I can handle them. I just can't get enough of life. And I'm totally in love with it. This morning I wrote the following phrases into my journal. 
It's about one day at a time, nothing else. One day at a time. Not more and not less. It's about today. It's all that counts. How will I spend this day? Bathing in the moments. It's all about today. My mind says thank you not to have to worry about tomorrow, about next week, the future. The worries will be back. But today, just one day at a time. My dear listener out there, it sounds so cheesy, doesn't it? (laughs) But um, we simply don't know how much time we have. And I will not wait to find out how much time I had in the end and see that I did not savor every single day of my life and try to put some intensity into it so that it feels vibrant, intense and, you know, with some gusto in it. It happens that you might be caught to live in the past or the future with your thoughts. That's when today does not get any attention. That's when time runs away to another dimension. I have chosen today to create, to play, to love, to enjoy, to explore, to live my day to the fullest with all my senses and with all those noble consequences. In the pandemic times, I believe it's even more important to think like this. Otherwise, we go loco loco. But one day after another helps to keep us grounded. Wherever you are, I mean it. Prends soin de toi. Pass off the shelf. Heb dir sorg. Hurt om day. Take care. Bye and until next week. And by the way, a little anecdote. I get up very early and every morning I'm trying to understand why anyone should ever get out of bed. My body doesn't feel like it's mine. It doesn't move. And to crawl out of bed is not possible. I have to roll over until I fall out. But then, luckily, the next thought that enters my sleepy mind is, hey, It's another day. And that's all you ever want. And that's when my endorphins shoot into my blood and I get all excited. But you know, still quite motionless. When the moment comes where I have to wake up my love Samuel, I've done my morning rituals and I am wide awake and can't wait to wake him up. I hop on the bed I crawl into his arms and whisper, Hey, you're still alive. And I'm still alive. And I think we need to celebrate this. Come on, come on, come come on. Time to get up. And then it's like, boom shakalaka in the house, baby. Now take care, my dear ones out there.
Thank you.